0: for that. All right, if you have found your place in the Bible, First Samuel chapter number 17, we're we'll going begin reading this morning in verse number 29. And David said, "What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner, And the people answered him again, After the former manner. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul and sent for him. I want to preach this morning with God being our helper on this thought. There is a cause. David said, Is there not a cause? Today, there is a cause. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, Lord, I thank you, Father, for the opportunity, God, to get to come into your house once again. And God, I thank you, Lord, for the ability, God, to get to call upon your holy name. God, I am unworthy, God, Lord, to open your scriptures, God. Lord, I'm unworthy, God, for you to even speak to me. God, I'm unworthy to even be able to speak to you, God, but I thank you, Lord, for saving me. And God, giving me a high priest named Jesus that I can come boldly to the throne of grace And God, I pray today, Lord, that you'd help us, Father, as we preach. God, that you would fill us up, God, with your holy unction. God, that our words wouldn't be man's words, God, but it would be words from on high. God, I pray today, Lord, God, that you'd help us, God. Lord, would you stir us? God, would you help us not to be just hearers of the word? God, but would you help us to be doers of the word? And God, we give you praise and glory for everything that you do. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. You may be seated. We find here in 1 Samuel, we find that there is a battle going on. And this battle, there's a Philistine army that has risen up against the nation of Israel. And out of this, the, the Philistines, out of the army they have, a champion comes walking out. And his name is Goliath. And he starts speaking cursings and mockings against the nation of God. And I want to see firstly this morning the defiler's cause. The defiler has a cause. You and me, we all have a cause. God has a cause. But I want to see first the defiler's cause. This Philistine army, they have risen up against Israel. No doubt that their cause is to destroy Israel from existence. Out of the group, as we mentioned, comes a giant, and his name is Goliath. Goliath said, if a man can kill me, then the Philistines will be your servants, Israel. But if he can't kill me, then you will be our servants. And so what he's saying is, I am going to destroy you. He said, I defy the armies of Israel this day, is what he said in verse number 10. That means he defies God Almighty. And I think today that Goliath here is a representation of Satan versus the church. Satan defies the church. Satan defies our Almighty God in which we serve. Satan hates the church. It is the devil's sole mission this morning to silence you, and to silence me. It is his sole mission to silence the church. Goliath here is trying to silence Israel. Satan is trying to silence the church. The devil, he's doing all that he can do. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And I am come that they may have life. And that they may have it more abundantly, then first Peter goes on in the chapter five, verse eight, it says, "Be sober and be vigilant; for your adversary, the devil, is a roaring lion seeking whom he may." Devour, and then John eight forty four goes on to say, "Ye are of your father the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do." He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 goes on and says, "lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices." And then 1 John 2:16 says, "For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world." This morning Satan is crafty. This morning Satan, he is trying to destroy you and me. He is trying to destroy the church and all that the church can possibly hold. And we see that we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. That means if you are a Christian, you have a guide here called the Holy Bible. And in this Bible is a guide that tells us how to resist the devil. I think about uh, when Jesus, he was taken up into the wilderness and Satan came and he tempted him. But every time that Satan tempted him, Jesus fought him back with the word of God. And that is how we can overcome this defiler. The defiler has a cause. Goliath here is threatening Israel. Goliath, he is mocking God. Goliath, He is mocking the nation of Israel. He's he's attacking. God's people and today Satan is threatening you and Satan is mocking our God and Satan is cursing our God and Satan is mocking you and Satan is cursing you and Satan's trying to figure out all that he can do to tear you down. His sole goal is so that he does not get to see this church flourish. Our goal is to see the church flourish but his is to destroy the church. He does not want you this morning in the house of God. He does not want souls to be saved. He does not want you to go out and to tell others about Jesus. He'll give you every excuse under the sun that he possibly can. And his cause is to see your destruction. His cause is to see you mess up. His cause is to steal, kill, and destroy. And I see secondly, We have another cause that is made mention here. I see, secondly, that there is a divine cause that is God's cause today. David he hears the words that Goliath is Satan. And he doesn 't hear his own name, so David he comes into uh, the army camp here, and he hears what Goliath's saying he 's hearing that Goliath is mocking an almighty God, but it's, he, does, he gets he starts getting filled up about that he doesn 't hear his name being cussed he doesn 't hear. David, I hate you. He doesn't hear that. He doesn't hear, David, I'm going to kill you. He hears, I can't stand God. He hears threatenings and mockings against God Almighty. He doesn't hear threatenings about himself. He doesn't hear his own father's name being drugged through the mud. No, he hears the name of Almighty God being cursed. He hears the name of God being drugged Through the mud, and he, his heart. His fire in his heart begins to burn. And he starts to look around. And he said, is there not a cause? This guy is threatening our almighty God. This guy is threatening the name of God. The one that I worship. The one that saved me. The one that put me here. He's mocking my God. And he said, I am not going to listen to this any longer. A fire begins to burn inside of David's heart. And he looks over and he says is there not a cause? And he says there is a cause, and it is God's cause. Uh, I think about David. When he was out keeping the sheep, uh, the man of God came into the camp uh, to ordain a new king. And David, he was overlooked by his own family. And his family kept bringing up brothers. And, and the uh, the... The prophet, he said, this ain't him, this ain't him, this ain't him. And finally he said, "Is you have any other sons? And he said, I've got David. And he's out yonder in the wilderness, tended to the sheep. He's looked over, he's cast out. And he said, bring him. And when he brought him, God said, that is my man. And when he was overlooked by his family, God did not overlook him. And so I believe here David, he hasn't forgotten about what God has done for him. He hears the threatenings. He hears the cursings. He hears the mockings. And he says, I can't listen to this any longer. God's brought me from one point to the other. He's brought me from there to here. And he said, I can't forget about it. He said, I just can't forget about when my head was anointed with the oil of God. And I tell you today uh, I haven't forgotten about the night that I got put under the blood and I can't stand to hear Satan cursing and mocking my God. I can't stand to hear people in this world cursing and mocking my God. He brought me this far. He saved my soul. He brought me from a miry pit. He brought me from a devil's hell. I think about uh, he's my My rock and my shield, and He's my redeemer. I haven't got over the fact tonight that He is my light, and that He is a good shepherd. I haven't got over the fact tonight that He's a representation of the good Samaritan. I tell you, in verse in chapter forty of the Psalms, David said in verse eleven, he said, "I waited patiently for the Lord, and He inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay." and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings and he hath put a new song in my mouth even praise unto our God I tell you this morning church he is worthy of our praise he is worthy of our witness I tell you today he is worthy of your service he is worthy today of your giving he is worthy he's brought you this far if you're saved today he has brought you from one point he's brought you out of the mire pit he's brought you from a devil's hell and he's put your feet up on a solid rock he is worthy his, his word his name his glory his honor oh, i'll tell you today he deserves all that we have he deserves everything that we can possibly give to him he deserves our best He deserves more than our half-heartedness. He deserves more than our laziness. He deserves more than our laying at a church. He deserves more uh, than not praying like we should. He deserves more than not reading His Word like we should. He went to an old rugged cross for you and for me. Uh, I tell you this morning, uh, I am thankful. He's worthy. He's God. He is wonderful. He's awesome. He's our Savior. He's our Shepherd this morning. He's our Redeemer. He is our friend. He is our anointing this morning. He is our atonement. He's our Lord. He's our King. And He is our all in all. I can't do nothing without God. And David says, I can't do nothing without God. They're mocking and they're threatening. My God. And he said, there is a cause. It's a divine cause. It's God's cause. This morning there is a cause. And it is God's God's cause. And I think a little bit further without getting too far ahead of myself about God's cause. uh, Israel, if they're defeated here, there will be no Savior for the entire world. Satan knows it. So Satan's brought Goliath out here to try to destroy him. And he wants to wipe Israel off the face of the earth so that there can't be No Savior. But I tell you, David, he goes and he wins this battle in the name of the Lord. And from the line of David comes the Savior, the precious Son of God, the begotten Son of God. And I tell you, it is the cause of Christ is why we're here today. He came to save that which is lost. And now it is our duty to go out and to spread His Word so that He can continue saving that which is lost. I see thirdly, there's the domain's cause. The nation of Israel, they have a cause. They have a cause. David sees these soldiers here, these mighty men of Israel, and he hears the threatenings that's going on, and he sees these mighty men of Israel around him, and they're scared absolutely to death. They're shaking in their boots. They're saying... Who is this guy? He's so huge. He's so big. He's so mighty. They say, we can't possibly send anybody out to fight him. If we lose, we'll be their servants. And they are scared to death. And then David looks around and he sees his own king. And his king is beside himself. His king's sitting there going, I don't know what we're going to do. The nation of Israel, we are going to die. We are going to lose this battle. Uh, And David looks around and he says... They need me. He said, my family... They need me. He said, my brethren, they need me. I tell you, my church, they need me. He said, my king, he needs me. My nation needs me. He realized, he said, I'm not alone in this battle. He said, I see that there's a cause, and it's the man that's beside me, and it's the guy that's behind me, and it's the guy that is in front of me. And I tell you, in this battle, we are not alone. There is a cause today, church, and it is the domain's cause. It is the church's cause. Today, your church, church, they need you. Your church needs you. Today, your pastor. He needs you. Your missionaries, they need you. We have a Christian school over there, and they need you. We have a Hispanic church over there, and they need you. We have a youth group in here today, and they need you. I tell you, youth, the adults, they need you. Hey, kids, everybody in here, they need you. I tell you, your fellow brethren today, they need you you. We were not built to stand alone. We are built today to stand alone together. We are built today to come into church. We are to weep together. We are to worship together. We are to stand together. We are to fight together. And I tell you this morning, there's one day that Jesus, He's coming back and I plan on leaving together. One of these days we are going to leave together. We are not built to stand alone. I think about David as he's standing there and he looks around at all these warriors and he says, Is there not a cause? And then he looks at the next guy and he says, Is there not a cause? And he looks at the next guy and he says, Is there not a cause? And he looks at the next guy and says, Is there not a cause? And then this guy looks over behind him and says, is there not a cause?" And then this guy looks over and says, "Is there not a cause?" And then he looks over and says, "Is there not a cause?" And it started going across the whole camp, so much that even the king got word that there's a cause going on. He got word that somebody said, "Is there not a cause?" Today there is a cause. I think about we went me and me and my lovely wife. We went down to uh, uh, Clemson University last night. We went to watch the game. We saw NC State play Clemson. Yeah. And last night at that game, as I was looking around and I was watching, and I was looking at fans, I like to people watch a little bit. And I got to notice, some people, that had some buttons on their shirts. There was a lot of them. And it said, Clemson beat NC State. I tell you today, church, they were wearing them all together. They were working together for a cause, wanting to beat that opposing team. And I tell you, we need some buttons in this place today that says, church! be Satan I tell you today it is time that we stop on the devil it's time that we stop letting the devil take our victory and taking our shout and taking our joy and taking our song away from us it is time that we claim what is ours Jesus done won the victory and today we are Jesus' own and we need to stand together in the fight in 1812 there was a war going on. Navy Captain James Lawrence was commanding the USS Chesapeake. On June 1st, 1813, his crew was locked down into a fight. And he was shot. And he, his last words, as they were there on board that boat, he looked around and he said, Don't give up the ship. Amen. And those words went around, and it is still a cry for the U.S. Navy today. Oliver Perry, what is now called the Perry flag, is hung up on ships. It is a big blue flag with sewn-in letters that say, Don't give up the ship. They fly that flag right beside Old Glory on the mast of the ship, and their cry today is, Don't give up the ship. I tell you today, church, don't give up the ship. There's too much going on. Teachers in Sunday school don't give up on teaching your Sunday school class. Teachers don't give up. I tell you don't give up on coming to church. Don't give up on biblical preaching. Don't give up on singing about the blood that saves from sin. I tell you don't give up on going out and soul winning. Don't give up on praying. Don't give up on reading. Don't give up on worship don't give up on serving don't give up do not compromise compromise today is not the cause compromise is not the cause giving up today is not the cause turning back is not the cause I tell you the The song says, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. You're not supposed to turn back. That is not the cause. Keep moving forward. That's the cause. Keep serving God. Keep trusting God. That is the cause. You are needed today, church. And there is a cause. Don't give up the ship, church. And then I see fourthly and I'll be done. I see David's cause. Surely this this morning that David, he's got to be intimidated. Sure. This is a giant. He's, never, he's probably never even seen a giant before. He's been tending the sheep. He's never been out there. He's no warrior. He's just a shepherd boy. And he sees these warriors around him that are shaking in their boots. They're scared to death. He sees his king. He's all types of scared. And he knows that his nation... Is in jeopardy. He knows that his spiritual heritage is on the line. And he hears these mockings, and David says, I can't keep silent anymore. I cannot sit on the sideline of do nothing. He says, I cannot be idle in this situation. He says, I cannot stay neutral in this situation. He says, if it costs me my life, well be it. He says, I know I'm too young. I know I'm unexperienced. He said, I don't have enough equipment to fight this battle. He said, but something's welling up inside of me. He said, something is calling me to this fight. And he said, uh, He said, something is burning in my soul. He said, I've got to fight this battle, and that's my cause. He said, God's anointing is upon me. He said, And that is good enough. He don't need fancy equipment, He don't need experience. He has God. And this morning, you don't need experience in situations, you don't need uh, fancy stuff to get you by in the battle. All you need is your companion and Savior and friend. And his name is Jesus. He says, I have got to fight this fight. He said, I have a cause. Church, you personally today have your own cause for yourselves. And as a Christian, we have a cause. It's God is good. i tell you Calvary, it is calling. Heaven is real and hell is real and there's heaven again and hell to shun. i tell you that is our personal cause to go out and to tell others about Jesus. To go out and to bring people into church. That is a cause right there and it is our cause to stand up against the mockings. To stand up against what this world is trying to push around they're trying to silence you and me and it is time that the church of a living God stands up and says I have a cause I cannot stay silent anymore uh, i tell you today God said he would send a savior. And Satan said, if I can destroy Saul, I'll destroy Israel. And then, and then one of God's own anointed comes walking out while Satan has this massive plan going on of how he can rid the world of Israel. God has his own plan. He's using this young boy and he's, he takes him out there and he says, grab that sling right there and go and pick up a stone and just walk right out there on the battle. And he walked out there on the battlefield, and Goliath started mocking him, saying, who is this little guy that you've sent out here? Is this your warrior? He says, is this really what you have brought to me to fight? He said, this is a piece of cake. He said, I'm going to win this battle. But God was with David. With one sling of one stone, a heavenly missile took off from that sling, guided straight into the face of O Goliath. And with a shove from God Almighty, he fell down upon his face on the ground. And then David went out there and he Chopped the head of Ogoliath off and brought it back to Israel and said, We have won. We have won the battle. And all the Philistines were scared from then on. And they fled and they ran away. I'll tell you, 2,000 years ago, there come a king, heavenly anointed from God Almighty himself. And he come down to this world and he come walking amongst his own people and amongst others. And he went up to Calvary. No, he didn't take a sling and a stone, but he took a cruel Roman cross, carried it upon his back, and with three nails and a Roman cross, he said, it is finished. The battle is won. He defeated death, he defeated hell, and he defeated the grave. I tell you, he said, whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. This morning, I am a whosoever. This morning, I am an anybody. And this morning, you are a whosoever. You are an anybody. And that is the cause. Is that anybody Whosoever will can be saved because Jesus laid down his life for the sins of the world. And because David here was outnumbered, he was out experienced, but he was not out anointed. He had God's anointing upon him. And today if you have the anointing of the blood of Jesus Christ upon your life, you are not outnumbered. You are not outmatched. You are not outmanned. You are Overblooded, if that's a word, I am covered in the blood of Jesus Christ and I tell you he's been faithful to me, he's not let me down once, and I can tell you without a shadow of doubt he's going to stay faithful to me and I'll tell you he's been faithful to you and he's going to be faithful to you he's never made a promise that he did not keep. I tell you, God has always been faithful. God has not failed. We live in a free country this morning because a generation, they saw a cause. The church today is here because some people saw a cause to buy some property and build it. I tell you, there is a cause today to sing the songs of Zion. There is a cause to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is a cause to send missionaries to other countries and also into our own land because we need it. And I tell you, there is a cause today to witness To your neighbor. Do not be discouraged this morning. Do not be defeated this morning. There is a cause. It's time to lift up the name of Jesus. And it's time to get off the sidelines. And it's time to get in the battlefield. Because there is a cause. Look around at this world that we live in. Can you not see that we are in shambles? Can you not see all the turmoil going on in the world? There is a Calls this morning, your youth needs you, your church needs you, your pastor needs you, the school needs you. Uh, I think, on, uh, if I can get this pulled up, on Wednesday night, I'll tell you, God has been good. On Wednesday night of this last week, something amazing happened in the youth class. God surely blessed us. You can get that pulled up there on the screens. On Wednesday night, in a room that fits about 16 people, there was 30 young people mixed into that room from ninth grade to college. There is a cause. There is a cause. We have youth that are in need. There is youth that's pictured there that do not go to church regularly. There is a calls and it is the calls of Jesus Christ and so that others may know him you stand to your feet pastor you come